The service of evening prayer for the third midweek of Advent, December 20th, 2023. We sing hymn LSB 352, Let the Earth Now Praise the Lord. Let the earth now praise the Lord, who has truly kept his word, and at last to us did send Christ the sinner's help and friend. What the fathers most desired what the prophet's heart inspired, what they longed for many a year, stands fulfilled in glory here. Abram's promise, great reward, Zion's helper, Jacob's Lord, him of twofold race behold, truly came as long foretold. As your coming was in peace, quiet, full of gentleness, let the same mind dwell in me which is yours eternally. Bruise for me the serpent's head that set free from doubt and dread. I may cling to you in faith, safely kept through life and death. Then when you will come again as the glorious King to reign, I with joy will see your face freely ransomed by your Follow the service of evening prayer on LSB 243. Jesus Christ is the light of the world, the light no darkness can overcome. Stay with us, Lord, for it is evening, and the day is almost over. Let your light scatter the darkness and illumine your church. Joyous light of glory of the immortal Father, heavenly, holy, blessed Jesus Christ. We have come to the setting of the sun, and we look to the evening light. We sing to God, 
Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you are worthy of being praised with your voices forever. O Son of God, O giver of life, the universe proclaims your glory. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of the universe, who led your people Israel by a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. Enlighten our darkness by the light of your Christ. May his word be a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, for you are merciful and you love your whole creation, and we, your creatures, glorify you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Let my prayer rise before you as incense, the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. O Lord, I call to you, come to me quickly. Hear my voice when I cry to you. Let my prayer rise before you as incense, the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Set a watch before my mouth, O Lord, and guard the door of my lips. Let not my heart incline to any evil thing. Let me not be occupied in wickedness with evil doers. But my eyes are true to you, O God. In you I take refuge. Strip me not of my life. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let my prayer rise before you as incense, the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Our psalm is Psalm 126.
Those who sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. Then they said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. We are glad. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like streams in Anagib. Those who sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. He who goes out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, bringing his sheaves with him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Those who sow in tears shall reap with shouts of joy. We sing hymn LSB 357, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, verses 1, 6, and 7. King of peace, rejoice! 
rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. In many and various ways, God spoke to his people of old by the prophets, but now in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son. A reading from Isaiah, the ninth chapter. But there will be no gloom for her who was in anguish. In the former time he brought into contempt the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the latter time he has made glorious the way of the sea, the land beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in a land of deep darkness on them has light shined. You have multiplied the nation... You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as they are glad when they divide the spoil. For the yoke of his burden and the staff for his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For every boot of the tramping warrior in battle tumult and every garment rolled in blood will be burned as fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. A reading from Romans, the 12th chapter. Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be conceited. Repay no one evil for evil. But give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. A reading from Matthew, the 10th chapter. Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a person's enemies will be those of his own household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. 
Whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. On our last midweek sermon of peace, we think about things coming together. When we want peace with people, we put a lot of power and expectations in the circus ringmaster who controls them. If only everyone would listen to me, there would be peace. This is the hope of every host at the Christmas get-together. I mean, maybe we need to start more simple. When we're young, wrapping paper on a gift means nothing. Bows are made to be thrown away. Paper is made to be torn in a second. Ripping open that box and getting to the gift inside is our goal. But when we're older, we pause over the wrapping and the bow. If it's a child's first attempt to wrap a gift, we admire how well she did and how secure it's all taped. (laughs) She must have used half a roll of tape to make sure it's taped together. Or if the wrapping is a true work of art, Tell your sister she's outdone herself this year. It's almost too perfect to open. The gift inside is important, but at first, we can pause and appreciate the wrapping. In this third week of Advent, we pause to appreciate the wrapping of the gift of the Prince of Peace. He comes wrapped both in beauty and in darkness. He is the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. That's the wrapping of glory and greatness we expect when... God gives us his son. But he also comes with the simple wrapping of a stable and manger, quietly hidden underneath the Christmas star that speaks of peace to those with ears to hear. I mean, by now, you have your plans for Christmas set in place. December 25th is so close that you can't be guessing and wishing anymore. You need some planning. Who's coming to your house for Christmas? When are they getting there? Is everyone staying with you? What are you eating? How are you going to balance the four different diets that are coming together? Remember, all these people are going to be sitting at your table for the same meal. Let's take some planning. Of course, all this depends on you getting them to the same table at the same time. You've got the guests who always come a half hour early. And then they're the ones who think that 1 p.m. means 3.30. And don't forget what happened last time Cousin Sue sat next to Uncle Frank. So plan seating charts carefully. I mean, Christmas can call for control. To manage all that weight and all our plans, we need to take control. And if we had that control, then there could be peace. Wouldn't it be reasonable that God would help us in this? God should want us all to get along and get through at least one weekend in peace. I mean, after all, isn't that the very name by which we know the Messiah, the Prince of Peace? Wouldn't it be fitting that the celebration of his birth would be celebrated in peace? We can hear this call for peace in the words of Hebrews. Strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Paul also gives clear direction. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Can we bring enough control over our world so we have this peace? Getting everyone to follow our plans is too often our goal. Control of others can become our purpose. When we're so busy getting ready for Christmas, we might ask ourselves, why am I doing all of this? It takes a lot of work to get ready for Christmas. Why bother? What will be enough to give us meaning in all that is yet to be done before Christmas? Find that and we might imagine that we will have our peace. But God stops our search and control. 
or stops our search for control and purpose. Peace is not in our tight grasp over others. Peace is not in our plans. Peace comes through the Prince of Peace. It's His kingdom that brings peace and His work as the wonderful counselor and mighty God that gives order to our world. If we seek that peace of control, Jesus shows us another control. In Matthew 10, Jesus asks if we expect him to bring peace. He says he came to bring not peace, but a sword. He came to set two against three, three against two. He came to divide family members, one against another. This is the very opposite of goals of control and outward peace. We want that peace that comes from getting everyone to agree with us, but what brings peace to the world? Jesus brings peace by stepping into the middle of our troubled world and letting himself be the center of the world's anger. In that center, he brings us peace through the cross. Peace has come through what seems to be chaos. Being the Prince of Peace, His peace has endured thousands of years. Our best plans won't always make it through one meal. But his peace, like his kingdom, is without end. He comes as the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, and the everlasting Father so that his peace might reign over the world. This gives us a new purpose and a new peace. The star of peace does not rest on our plans and control. God's peace doesn't come by our control of others. Peace comes by hearing his word, the word that controls us. We might not be able to corral everyone at the right time and place. Our plans might not be fulfilled, but our real goal is to focus on God's plans, the plans that have come true. This brings us back to our story of gifts. When we were young, we simply wanted the gift, but when we became older, it was the story of the gift that mattered. It was hearing how long someone looked for the right color or size and how the gift was hidden in the back of the closet. The gift was good, but the story was the key. We find God's gift in the simplicity of the manger and a newborn baby, but the key to peace is hearing the story of how he made our peace. He built it by the straw of the manger and the wood and nails of the cross. He made that peace through the ages of promise and the waiting of his coming. The gift of the Prince of Peace came by the perfect planning of God who arranged the world for the birth of his son. So the gift of peace has come through the birth of the child, the son of God. The Prince of Peace has come with his gift of peace and the story of that peace lives on. What will bring us peace when so many of our plans are still undone? We find our peace rests not in our work, but in following him, the Prince of Peace. He filled the manger and the cross. That's where we find our peace. Peace rests in him, and we rest in faith in all that he has done for us. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. My soul magnifies the Lord and 
my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from this day all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things to me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on those who fear him from generation to generation. Magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones, and has exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace of the whole world, for the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy for this holy house and for all who offer here their worship and praise. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy for Matthew and Brian, for all pastors in Christ, for all servants of the church and for all the people. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For Joseph and Kim, 
for all public servants, for the government and those who protect us, that they may be upheld and strengthened in every good deed. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who work to bring peace, justice, health, and protection in this and every place, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who bring offerings, those who do good works in this congregation, those who toil, those who sing, and all the people here present who await from the Lord great and abundant mercy, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For favorable weather, for an abundance of the fruits of the earth, and for peaceful times, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For our deliverance from all affliction, wrath, danger, and need, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the faithful who have gone before us and are with Christ, let us give thanks to the Lord. Thanks be to God. Help, save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Rejoicing in the fellowship of all the saints, let us commend ourselves, one another, and our whole life to Christ our Lord. To you, O Lord. O God, from whom come all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to us, your servants, that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and also that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may live in peace and quietness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Taught by our Lord and trusting his promises, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, bless and preserve you. Amen. We sing hymn LSB 883, All Praise to Thee, My God, This Night.
dear son, the ill that I this day have done, that with the world myself and thee, I ere I sleep at peace may be. Teach me to live that I may dread the grave as little as my bed. Teach me to die that so I may rise glorious at the awful day. Oh, may my soul in thee repose, and may sweet sleep mine eyelids close. Sleep that shall me more vigorous make to serve my God when I awake. When in the night I sleepless lie, my soul with heavenly thoughts supply. Let no ill dreams disturb my rest, Hours of darkness me molest. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly host. Father, Son,